Hello and welcome. My name is Jackie Lindahl and this is the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am a mom, wife, an avid coffee drinker and weightlifter, as well as a personal trainer. And I own my own company called Fit Like a Girl Personal Training. In this podcast, I will help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals with no BS advice, cutting through all the myths and the crap that is out there so that you feel empowered and confident in reaching your goals. Along with fitness and health, I will also talk about many other subjects like mom stuff, life stuff, business, money, and so much more. So grab a coffee or put on your headphones and go for a walk and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am your host, Jackie Lindahl. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about a very important topic um, because there's a big misconception out there about weight loss and how when people are wanting to tone up, they want to drop some body fat, they want to fit in their, you know, other jeans or skinny jeans or whatever it might be that they want to lose weight. And you'll hear people say, I need to lose weight. I want to lose X amount of pounds so that I can reach my goal. But there's a big misconception between weight loss and fat loss. So today I wanted to talk about weight loss versus fat loss. What is the truth behind the both of them as well as which one do you actually want when it comes to reaching your goals? Do you actually want to lose weight or do you actually want to lose fat? So let's get into it here. So the difference between weight loss and fat loss has to do with your body composition. By body composition, I mean the composition between your muscle and your fat. How much of that makes up your body? Are you more muscular? Do you have more body fat? And generally speaking, when a lot of people say they want to lose weight, what they actually want to change is their body composition. Weight loss doesn't take into account body composition. All that weight loss I'm using bunny ear quotations here because that's effective on a podcast. Weight loss only really has to do with the scale, your weight in pounds or kilos or stone or whatever it might be. That is weight loss. Fat loss, on the other hand, has more to do with your body composition than it does the scale. So there is actually a difference between the two of them. And there's a big misconception, like I already said, that weight loss should always be the ultimate goal. You want to lose X amount of pounds. Losing this amount of pounds will make you get to your goal. However, though, that's not always the case. So let's talk about the difference again. Weight loss has to do with the scale. You are decreasing that number on the scale. Now, a lot of times, a lot of people don't really think about how they're decreasing that number on the scale or what it means when that number goes down on the scale. When you see the number go down on the scale or up on the scale or whatever, it can be a number of things that affect your weight. It can be weight loss from muscle loss. It could be weight loss from water loss. Could be weight loss from fat. Could be weight loss from a loss of a limb. It doesn't have to do with any one particular thing. All of the weight on the scale measures is your body's gravitational pull to the earth in a unit of measurement, either pounds or kilograms or other. That's it. That's all the weight on the scale says. Same thing if you weigh a, you know, chicken breast. It doesn't tell you how much muscle that chicken breast has or how much fat that chicken breast has or anything like that. All it does is just tell you the weight of that chicken breast. Doesn't tell you anything else. So 
weight loss doesn't necessarily have to do with a lot of people's goals, contrary to popular belief. A lot of people believe if they hit that number on the scale, that number that they weighed in high school, that number that they weighed before they had their baby, that number that they just have made up in their mind that they need to get at and that will achieve all their goals, that actually really doesn't tell us a lot. Your weight is only one part of it. And when you lose weight to hit that number, even if you do hit that number, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to reach the physique or the body composition that you hoped. Hence why fat loss is something to focus on. So fat loss is just a reduction in body fat. Now, fat loss can happen with or without weight loss. You can lose body fat without the number on the scale moving an inch. And I'll explain a little later why. But when I hear my clients or people tell me I've been, you know, I see progress in my photos. I'm seeing measurements are looking different. I'm seeing all these things, but the weight isn't moving on the scale. What the fuck? And I'll say, yeah, because you're losing body fat. You're not necessarily losing weight, but clearly you're losing body fat. And body fat loss and weight loss are two different things. And this is why I want to talk about this topic because people get so focused on the scale so much so that they forget that you could be losing fat without seeing the scale move, or you could be making progress in other areas that don't have anything to do with the scale. And weight loss and weight gain can happen overnight. So you can gain a few pounds overnight. You can lose a few pounds overnight has really truly nothing to do with your body fat or your body composition. So when you see weight loss, the scale jumped up a few pounds overnight, the scale jumped down a couple pounds overnight that generally when you're seeing changes that quickly within one to two days of each other, that's generally water weight. And believe it or not, our water weight actually fluctuates, especially women. Our water weight fluctuates a lot more than we think we do. So yes, you can gain or lose three pounds quite easily overnight just due to water. And a lot of people get freaked out about this. They'll I'll have a client that they, you know, went out to dinner with some friends and they had some pizza and some wine and maybe some foods that they don't eat all the time, had a great time and had a great night. And then they go and they weigh themselves in the morning and then they message me freaking the fuck out because the scale jumped up three to five pounds overnight. And they're like, I cannot believe that I reversed all of my progress and all, you know, what do I do? Do I cut my calories? Do I do these things? This is the obsession that weight loss that people have and they need, and I have to remind them that just because the scale went up a few pounds overnight has nothing to do with gaining fat. You did not gain fat overnight like that. You would have to eat an obscene amount of calories to be able to eat or to gain three to five pounds of body fat. So when you see the scale go up and down overnight, it has nothing to do with fat. That has to do with water weight, leftover food in your stomach. Maybe you need to go take a dump. All of those things can affect weight gain and weight loss. So it's just something to consider and remember when we are watching the scale and you might be weighing yourself daily or a few times a week that the fluctuations in the scale really don't show a lot about body composition and weight loss 
sure, it can happen overnight. Yeah, sure. You could hit the number on the scale that you want to hit and you could go to extreme measures. And some people do because hitting that number on the scale is so freaking important to them that they'll do stupid things just to hit that number on the scale. And then when they're done and they do hit that number on the scale, they go back to what they were doing prior and they gain all that weight back and left themselves no further ahead than they were before. So the reason why I don't love it when people fully solely focus on the scale is because it really leads to this obsession with the scale and they freak out when the scale goes up and then they get happy when the scale goes down. But really they will do anything just to reach that number on the scale. And it could lead. And sometimes, and many times, I'll be honest, it does lead to an unhealthy obsession with the scale, as well as wanting to go to the extreme, unhealthy, silly methods just to reach that number on the scale. And this just creates this delusional point of view that only the scale matters and nothing else matters. And you won't be happy until that specific number is reached on the scale. And this is part of the reason why there is such a problem in the fitness industry when it comes to weight loss. And there's kind of the extremes of people saying, you know, your weight doesn't matter at all. And then your weight does matter. And they are obsessive about it. There's this extreme pendulum that the fitness industry swings on. And it's not that your weight doesn't matter. It matters to a point, but your weight can also like I mentioned before, not move a whole lot, but you can see composition changes and your body fat changes and your muscle gains and things like that change without seeing a ton of movement on the scale. But yet, if you look at other measures of progress, you're making huge amounts of progress. So when we are talking about weight loss, a lot of times what people actually really want is fat loss because weight loss, like I said before, when it comes to weight loss, you could be losing a number of different things in that weight loss that have actually really nothing to do with fat loss. You could, and a lot of times when people are starving themselves to lose weight and they are going to extreme methods like an extreme calorie deficit or, you know, crazy fasting, crazy water diets or cabbage soup diets or whatever other silly methods are out there. They actually can be, instead of really losing body fat and having their body composition change, they can actually just be losing really muscle mass, muscle mass, water weight, maybe a little bit of fat, but mostly muscle mass, which is not good. It's not good to lose a bunch of muscle mass just for the sake of the scale going down. Because when we lose muscle mass or mostly muscle mass, just for the sake of losing weight, your strength is affected. Your strength will go down. It can affect your bone density because all you want to do is just lose weight. Now you don't have muscles to support your bones and joints. It can affect your metabolism because your metabolism one of the things that affects it is your muscle mass. The more muscle that people have, the faster their metabolism is because of the more calories that they burn at rest. Having more muscle mass means that you burn more calories throughout the day. And people, so therefore, this is one of the men, one of the reason, many different reasons why men generally have the need, uh, 
have more need for calories than women do because of the muscle mass differences between the two sexes. It's not sexist. It's the truth. It's biology that on average, men have more muscle mass than women, which is one of the reasons why they need more calories than we do. Anyways, so if you are just focusing on weight loss and all you want is the number on the scale to go down, sure, you can lose muscle mass to achieve that goal. You could also cut off your leg to achieve that goal. Doesn't sound very smart, does it? No, because it's not. So the whole point of my little mini rant here is stop just focusing on the scale. I've mentioned this before. There's nothing wrong with wanting to set a weight loss goal. However, though, I tell people and encourage them, don't marry that goal. Because if you don't hit that number, doesn't mean that you're not making progress. It's a good idea to have, you know, if you know that you have 20, 30, 40 pounds to lose and you're overweight, it's not a bad idea to have an idea of how much weight you need to lose. However, though, if you reach a certain point where your body composition is changing and maybe your weight loss has slowed down, but you're still losing body fat, you're getting healthier, you're making progress in other areas, then that's fantastic. And as far as that goes, the weight on the scale doesn't really matter anymore. As long as you're healthy, you're your blood work is good, your cholesterol, your blood pressure, all these other things are good. As far as that goes, the weight on the scale doesn't really matter anymore. So instead of focusing so much on weight loss, what you actually want to be focusing on is fat loss. So let's talk a little bit about that. So body fat loss does not happen overnight. Contrary to weight loss, weight loss, weight gain can happen overnight. You gain some water, you you know, gain a little bit of weight from water and food and all that kind of stuff. You can lose a little bit of weight from water and food does not mean necessarily that you are losing body fat. Like I mentioned before, whereas body fat loss does not happen overnight. And it is a lot when we focus more on body fat loss and less on just weight loss, it is a much more accurate representation of your composition. So what I mean by that, like I mentioned before, is your muscle to fat ratio. If we are focusing more on that than we are on body weight, number one, you will have healthier relationship with your progress because you're not just focusing on the scale and you're using multiple different measures of progress, which I'll discuss in a second. But number two, you will actually like, you will actually more achieve the goals that you truly want to achieve. Cause generally speaking, when people want to lose weight, what they actually want is to change their body fat composition. They usually want to lose a little bit of body fat. They want to look toned, my favorite word toned. And that actually has to do with gaining a little bit of muscle mass and losing body fat. So when you hear somebody say that they want to be toned or they'll look at somebody and say, oh, she's so toned. It's really the look that they want to achieve, not necessarily the number, the number on the scale. And when people want that toned look, they, what that means is you need to gain some muscle mass and lose a little bit of body fat to help those muscles show through a little bit so that you have that toned look. That's actually what being toned is. And I hate that word. I hate it, but I use it because people use it and that's what they think of. So when I say the word toned, I only really say it because it gives you that image in your head of what a toned person is, but really you don't actually want to tone. You want to build muscle mass and lose some body fat. Anyway, so when it comes to body fat, a lot of people people like numbers. They want to measure things and they'll 
I have some clients have gone and they've bought the body fat scales, like the just regular weighing scales that apparently measure your body fat or what have you. I don't really recommend getting those because they are very inaccurate and they tend to um, fluctuate really easily dependent on things like how much if you're bloated, it'll say that you have more body fat when really it's just water. It's not body fat. Um, so I don't really recommend getting a body fat scale or anything like that because they can just be inaccurate. Um, really there isn't a lot out, even like your gym, if you go to a gym, they might have like some kind of a body fat measure. I would be very skeptical of it and just take it with a big grain of salt. If you decide to use it, uh, really most accurate method is called hydrostatic testing. And that's where you, you, you sit on a scale and then you're like submerged into a body of water and you have to like breathe out all of your air and that it measures your body fat percentage um, by doing some kind of comparison between like your out of water weight and your in water weight. Anyways, that's one of the more accurate ways of doing it, but generally you have to go to like a specialized clinic to do it. <laughs> the other most accurate way of measuring your body fat is an autopsy. And I really don't want to do that. I don't want you to do that. That um, doesn't sound good. So most of the body fat, you know, commercial body fat things that you can buy at the store or online or whatever, uh, they're garbage. I wouldn't believe them. The best ways to do it at home that don't require an autopsy or a hydrostatic test is actually doing measurements and progress photos. And the reason why measurements and progress photos is because it shows what the scale doesn't. Like I mentioned many times, fat loss can happen without weight loss. So if you're just looking at the scale, like I already mentioned before, it's only telling one part of the picture. It's not telling you any of the other measures of progress. So when we're doing measurements along with progress photos, you're seeing your body composition change and the numbers on, and that the measurement numbers don't lie and the photos don't lie. Yeah, in photos, you might be a little bit bloated or whatever, but you can see your muscle mass change over time. You can see your body, um, your body composition, your fat loss changing. So I recommend, cannot recommend enough doing measurements and photos at least every four weeks. Um, photos every four weeks, measurements you can do a little bit more often, but generally every four weeks is a good rule of thumb to do. Measurements, where do you measure? Uh, you want to measure in the same places every single time and depends on depends on how stickler you want to get about it. A good rule of thumb is you can do like around your chest, you can do around your waist and you can do around your hips and other areas you could do. Like if you want to measure, you know, the muscle gains in your legs, you could measure your thighs. You could individually, you could measure your biceps individually. You could measure around your shoulders, those types of things. Um, all those areas you can definitely do measurements on and do those every four weeks. The main thing to make sure when you are repeating your measurements is that you're using the same tape measure and you are measuring in the same spots. So if you're doing your measurements, making sure that you're doing them in the same spot, if you're having somebody help you do your measurements, make sure that they are doing it in the same spot every single time. Progress photos is the biggest one that really I recommend to anybody, regardless of their goals. If your goals are just strength gains or muscle gains, if your goals are weight gain, if your goal is weight loss, I cannot recommend progress photos enough. And for progress photos, you want to do them ideally in like a pair of shorts or form fitting pants, a sports bra or form fitting tank top. 
You could do it in a bikini. You could do it in your underwear if you really want. You could do it naked if you really want to. I don't judge. But the main thing is that you use the same outfit every single time you redo those photos. The importance of this is that you will see how those clothes are fitting you and how that is changing every time you take the photo. So I cannot recommend enough when you're doing progress photos, use the same outfit every time, do the same poses every single time and do it in good lighting and don't take selfies. Prop your phone up with a tripod on a water bottle, on a counter, set your timer and go and take your photos. This is a big pet peeve of mine when I see people give me progress photos and they are selfies in the mirror and they just are in bad lighting. They're not wearing the same outfits. They're not facing the same direction. It irks me because I can't tell your progress. Anyways, sorry, little mini rant there. (laughs) Back to fat loss. So measurements and progress photos are the best ways because fat loss is changing your body composition. And when you do measurements and progress photos and check the scale, you'll see the progress so much better. Not only that, you'll want to be tracking your workouts to see how is your strength? How's your conditioning getting all of anything in your workouts, you should be tracking to see over time, those changes and those progresses, that progress that you're making. So body fat, when we focus more on fat loss and losing body fat, it just shifts the focus away from solely being the scale. It does require consistency. It does require patience because you could lose on the scale 10 pounds in a week if you really wanted to. It's a bad idea. Don't do it. But if you want to lose 10 pounds of body fat, it's going to take a lot longer. It's going to take you being a lot more consistent and a lot more patience. So in the long run, if you focus on body fat loss and not just weight loss on the scale, you will be more consistent and you will stick to your goals long-term because of the time and the effort and the patience that it takes to get there. So when it comes to body fat loss, there's a few things that I want you to focus on. I'm going to give you some tips or things to focus on. When it comes to body fat loss, the number one thing that we need is a calorie deficit. To lose body fat, you need to be in taking fewer calories than what you are burning. And I've talked about this in a bunch of other podcasts. However, though, I'll give you the Coles Notes version. For body fat loss, it's important to be in a slight calorie deficit rather than an extreme calorie deficit. An extreme calorie deficit will lead to quote unquote weight loss, but just because you're losing weight doesn't mean that you are losing body fat. Remember that you could be losing muscle mass. You could be losing water. You could be losing all of these other things and not a whole lot of actual body fat loss. So to be in a, to lose body fat, you do need to be in a calorie deficit. Yes, but more of a mild to moderate calorie deficit almost anywhere from generally three to 500 calories below your um, maintenance calories would be a good rule of thumb to use. For some people, they even could do less than that. You could do anywhere from two to 300 calories below your maintenance and it'll take a little bit longer, but yeah, you'll still be able to lose body fat. The other thing that you need to worry about, or the other thing along with calorie deficit is you need consistency. I already kind of mentioned this. I've talked about consistency. God, I will beat the consistency drum until I am blue in the face. 
but to lose body fat, you do need to be consistent. And like I said, you could lose 10 pounds of weight on the scale in a week without being super consistent over the long term. But to lose 10 pounds of body fat over time, you do need to be consistent because it takes a lot longer. So with that calorie deficit, you do need to be consistent. Now, do you need to be in a calorie deficit every single day for six months? No. And in fact, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you are in a calorie deficit at least 80% of the time, focusing your nutrition on lots of protein, whole foods, good carbs and veggies and stuff, then over time, you will lose that body fat without feeling like you have to kill yourself to get there. The next thing that you need to consider when we are looking at body fat loss is weight training. And the reason why, and I've talked all about this in other episodes, but the reason why you want to focus on weight training or strength training is because you will want to build muscle mass and increased muscle mass will lead to an increased metabolism over time. Doesn't happen overnight. Doesn't happen in two strength training sessions, but over time, an increase in muscle mass will help make fat loss and being in a calorie deficit easier, as well as having more muscle mass just increases your general, your calorie burn throughout the day, just even at rest. So I cannot recommend enough strength training Anywhere from two to five times a week is great. If you are a newbie, brand new, just starting out, never strength trained in your life, you can start with two days a week and then go to three days a week, maybe after two to three months. If you already work out, you could add in three, two to three days of strength training into your workout routine quite easily. If you're more advanced in fitness, strength training, weight training, anywhere from four to five times a week if you really want. Don't feel like you have to kill yourself. That's also very important. When it comes to building muscle, you do need rest. Your body does need to rest. So yes, we do need to get in the gym and work hard and put in a good effort and lift weights and get strong, but our body also needs rest to be able to recover and build those muscles. So do not kill yourself with weight training. A good weight training session you want to think, or do not kill yourself with weight training quality over quantity here. Remember that quality over quantity, but yes, getting in the gym and building up that muscle mass is what will not only help your metabolism, help you lose body fat, but over time to achieve that quote on, here's my favorite word, that quote unquote toned look that you want to achieve requires building muscle mass. Now, I have talked in previous episodes about weightlifting and why it is so important, but I'm just going to remind you here, if this is your first time listening to the podcast and you're feeling like, oh, weight training, what? Weight training, ladies, will not make you bulky. You do not get bulky by accident. You do not get bulky by casually lifting weights a few times a week. Doesn't happen. It will, though, help you have strong. It will help you get stronger. It will help you move better. It will help you feel better, support your bones and joints. Uh, women especially are, we are more prone to osteoporosis than men are. Weight training helps with that by keeping our bone density, helps our posture, helps with pain, as well as helps achieve that toned look because adding muscle mass and then losing body fat will help achieve that aesthetic look. So weight training. Cannot recommend it enough for a billion reasons, but those are just a few of them. 
The next thing that when you are focusing on body fat loss that you need to focus on is your protein intake. So protein helps to build and repair our muscles. So when we are in the gym, weight training and working out, what you're actually doing when you are working out, doing a bicep curl, whatever it be, you're putting your muscles under stress. And when that happens, you are creating little micro tears in the muscle fibers. And when we are recovering, our body goes in to repair those muscles. And it does that by using the amino acids from protein. So protein is made up of different amino acids, which our body needs for many reasons. But one of the reasons that it does is amino acids go in and build and repair those muscle fibers that we go and tear when we are weight training. So they go and they repair and build it up with additional muscle fibers, which causes over time your muscles to grow. Now your muscles, just like body fat, they don't change and grow with just one weight training session. This happens with consistency over time with what we call a progressive overload. We'll talk about progressive overload here in a second. But protein intake is important because it helps repair and build those muscles. Not only that, when we have a higher protein intake when we are in a calorie deficit, it helps us stay full and makes being in a calorie deficit not so miserable. So how much protein do you need to eat? You want to intake about 0.8 to one gram, or if you just want to make life easy, one gram per pound of lean body mass. So if you know that you're about 20 pounds overweight, minus 20 from your weight and eat anywhere from 0.8 to one gram times your weight in pounds. That will help with muscle repair, muscle gains, as well as staying full in a calorie deficit. Next thing I want to talk about, this actually has to do with weight training, and I forgot to mention it, but I'm going to talk about it right now, is progressive overload. So progressive overload means that over time, when you are weight training, you are progressively adding more weight, more reps, more volume over time. So when I say get in the gym and lift weights, I don't mean lift the same 10 pound dumbbells for six months. What you want to try to be doing over time is increasing that weight whenever you can. Now, generally a rule of thumb that you can use is trying to either increase the reps. So how many repetitions you do in a set, increase the sets or increase the weight itself every three to four weeks. Some people, especially when you're first weight training and you're first starting out, you might be able to increase the weights for your lifts every one to two weeks. And then now over time, it will slow down and it might take a little bit longer to be able to increase the weights. But over time, you're wanting to continually lift more and more weight, which will help with that, it will help stick. It will help continue to stimulate those muscles over time. Because if we just lift the same weight all the time without trying to increase it or change it, the stimulus for our muscles isn't going to change anything. We're not stimulating our muscles anymore as much as we used to. So they're not going to grow and adapt and change. So you need to, over time, try to increase the weight, increase the reps, always aim to progressively overload your muscles so that they have to continue changing and growing in time. So very important when it comes to weight training is also including that progressive overload. The other thing when it comes to body fat loss that you want to consider, the last thing is 
getting in movement outside of your workouts. So I'm not saying that you have to go and kill yourself with cardio. That is not what I'm saying here. I'm saying that adding in additional movement throughout the day, such as walking, gardening, swimming, biking, taking your kids to the park. If you want, if you enjoy running and you want to go run, go run. Doesn't matter. But getting in other exercise to keep your calorie burn going throughout the day. This will help you be in a calorie deficit easier. Now, again, I am not suggesting that you go and kill yourself with three hours of cardio a day. No, a 30 minute walk is excellent. Going for a swim, taking your family out on a bike ride, whatever it might be, horseback riding. I'm staring at a picture of a horse right now, so that's why that came to mind. (laughs) Any kind of exercise where you get yourself moving, if you enjoy yoga, whatever, getting yourself moving helps increase your calorie burn throughout the day, which will help being in a calorie deficit and make fat loss easier. So anytime that you can get in additional movement, do it. Take the stairs, the old take the stairs narrative. It's actually not bad advice. There's nothing wrong with skipping the elevator and taking the stairs, even if it is the lamest exercise or the lamest way of getting an extra movement that you can think of because your grandma used to tell you to do it. Sometimes grandma's not wrong. So those few things to think about when you're trying to lose body fat. Calorie deficit, weight training with a progressive overload, watching your protein intake and getting in other exercise throughout the day. Nothing crazy. And also just bearing in mind that you may see fat loss. So you might see changes in your measurements, changes in your progress photos, changes in the way that your clothes are fitting, you're gaining muscle, you're feeling good. And all of those things can be happening without the scale changing. And I'll use myself and a couple other clients that I have as an example. When I first started working out back in 2015 and taking my health seriously, I did lose weight. So I lost about, I want to say it was like 13 pounds or something like that. I went down from about 158 pounds to 145. I haven't been 145 pounds in high school and I have not been 145 pounds since 2015. So when I lost that weight, I did lose body fat, probably lost, didn't have, I didn't have a ton of muscle mass at the time to begin with. So yeah, it was probably a combination of some body fat with some water weight and maybe a little bit of muscle mass, but I didn't have a ton of muscle on me to begin with at that time. However, though, so over time, as I would strength training, weight training, and, um, making a point to building muscle mass, my weight on the scale started creeping back up. So if you look at the scale, and even my doctor brought this up at one point, um, if you look at just the scale, it looks like over the past six years, I just lost and gained 13 pounds like every other person. However, though, if you look at my body composition and compare pictures of myself from six, seven, eight years ago to now, even though I weigh the same, my body composition and the way I look is completely different because prior I didn't have a lot of muscle mass. I had some body fat on me. So I had what people would call the skinny fat look. I was skinny, but I wasn't toned. I didn't have a lot of muscle mass or anything on me. Whereas now I have a little more body fat on me than I really want than I did six years ago, but I also have a lot more muscle mass than I did. So just using myself as an example, if you, my doctor even brought this up 
probably about a little over a year ago or no, this past summer when I went to the doctor, he said, he's like, I see that your weight's back up again. And I mean, no hate towards my doctor. I like my doctor. He's a good man, but I don't think the guy weight trains. Um, so he said, he's like, I, he's like, I see here about, um, he said quite a few years ago, you were down to about 145, and over the past few years, you've gained some weight. And I was like, well, number one, I had a pregnancy in between, but also I weight train and I've gained muscle mass and therefore I've gained weight. And he's like, you're right. That makes sense. He's like, that makes actually perfect sense. Um, and actually when people hear my weight, because I, over the last year, I kind of go um, usually over the last year, I've maintained my weight anywhere between like 155 to 160 pounds. It's just kind of where I've sat. Um, yeah. So when people actually hear how much I weigh, they're like, Oh, you don't look like you weigh that much. I'm like, no, but I have muscle mass on me and I'm not jacked. I'm not like crazy Dana Lynn Bailey, crazy muscular. If you don't know who that is, go look her up on Instagram. You'll understand what I mean, but I have muscle mass on me as well as some body fat, which makes me way more than I look. Another example is I have a client of mine who, when we first started working together to now, her weight has barely changed. Barely hardly any change in her weight in the couple of years that we've been working together. But when you look at her progress photos, her strength gains, the gains that she's made in the gym, you look at her clothes that she wears now in comparison, she's a completely different person because she focused on body fat loss and gaining muscle. She trains like a beast in the gym, works super hard in the gym, I can outlift pretty much any man that I know, but that's besides the point. She has gained pretty much a, she has gained a crazy amount of muscle mass where on the scale, it doesn't look like anything has changed. Doesn't look like she's lost a, you know, doesn't look like she's really lost any weight. And that's because on the scale, she hasn't. But if you look at her body composition, how much muscle she's gained, how her clothes fit, how she's gone down like several pant sizes over the past few years and shirt sizes, it's crazy. She's a totally different person. And she said even her friends will be like, holy shit, like you look like a totally different person now than you used to. And that's just because she's put in the effort and she's focused on body fat loss as well as training like an absolute beast in the gym and not weight loss. Weight loss was never her goal. So just goes to show that you can lose weight or sorry, you can lose body fat without the scale hardly changing at all. So it's just something to remember that just because the scale isn't changing doesn't necessarily mean that you're not making progress. The other thing that I want to remind you is we cannot choose where we lose body fat from. Just a reminder. So when we are in a calorie deficit, when we are strength training, watching our protein intake and doing all the things that I just told you to do, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to lose body fat from the places that you want to right away. And for a lot of women, I talked about this on my last podcast, but if you're wanting to lose weight, from example, your stomach, this is a very common thing that I hear about, which is why I want to talk about it. If you're wanting to lose weight from your stomach or your legs or wherever, you cannot choose where you lose body fat from. When we are in a calorie deficit and we are focusing on the things that we're supposed to be focusing on and our body is losing fat, 
it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to come from the areas that you want. Some people lose a lot of times women will lose fat from their boobs. Sorry, RIP to all the boobs lost on fitness journeys. Sometimes people lose fat from their face, their hands, their armpits, their wherever, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to lose fat from their stomach right away. And I'm not saying that you're not going to lose body fat from your stomach ever. It's just you can't choose where we lose body fat from. The only time that we can choose where we lose body fat from is if you go to a plastic surgeon and you ask for a liposuction. That is the only time that you're allowed to choose where you lose body fat from. So just remember that just because your stomach fat isn't going down or the size of your hips isn't necessarily going down just yet doesn't mean that you're not making progress in other areas. So just keep that in mind. Know if you do a hundred crunches or if you do all the squats in the world, doesn't mean that you're going to lose body fat from those areas. Just keep up with your training, take your progress photos and make note of where you're losing body fat from and the rest of it will come. I believe that's all the topics that I wanted to cover for today. I hope that you found this podcast informative and it helps you when you're setting goals for yourself in the future, change the way that you set goals to understand that the weight on the scale is not the ultimate measure of success. And that generally speaking, when most people want to lose weight, they actually want to lose body fat and change their body fat composition. That all being said, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you liked this episode, please feel free to share it on social media. If you do that, you can definitely tag me on social media. Um, as well as if you are enjoying what I'm doing on the podcast so far, I would love and appreciate a five-star written review with just even some comments of what you like about the podcast on iTunes. They um, the reviews just really help to increase visibility of the podcast so that more people can listen and I can help more people just like you. If you haven't already, you can definitely follow me on social media. I will post my um, Instagram handle in the show notes and you can go and find me and follow me there. And if you have questions about my training options, online training programs, looking for some help in your own fitness journey and achieving your goals, definitely feel free to visit me on my website, www.fitlikeagirl.ca, and you can get in touch with me through there. And lastly, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And until next time, take care, fam.